on? It's Dr. Dave coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update for Wednesday, November the 28th, 2018, middle of the week. Hope you're having a good one. What kind of health and wellness decisions have you made for yourself this week? Hopefully you've noticed some improvement in your health and wellness and uh, you're looking forward to a long, healthy and well life. That would be great, right? Going to look at six areas of health and wellness today. Going to look at mental health among college students. Always a challenging time. Justification for higher education. We're going to talk about where tonsillectomies are at. Are they good, bad, necessary, unnecessary? We'll take a closer look. And for your diet, we're going to go nuts. And on the exercise, we're going to talk about yoga, but how it can help pre-teens. And then in the winter probably a good topic about how petroleum jelly can protect your skin. Maybe the uh, estheticians and the dermatologists out there don't really necessarily think it's the best product, but the American Academy of Dermatology does for certain uses. And then finally, on the chiropractic side of things, of course, we're always back pain, neck pain, and headaches, but this time we're going to look how the depression and anxiety symptoms can be linked with that neck pain. Had a little bit of a tumble last night myself on the ice. I think I gave myself a little bit of whiplash. Hopefully no concussion. But if this doesn't sound coherent, then that could very well be the reason. (laughs) We're not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, because we're staying plugged into some healthy information, you just never know what you might learn and what direction you might stay focused in and see a health problem improve and or keep those bad health problems away in the future. Everybody looks towards their future occasionally and uh, wondering where they're going and they maybe have some goals and ambitions and college students are no different. They've engaged in the study of some vocation with the hope that uh, once they're done, there'll be a nice career there for them so they can enjoy their life and start creating those great experiences in their life and uh, hopefully they stay healthy and well through that process. But this study from Psychiatric Services in Advance, November 2018, notes that there are mental health issues among college students. An analysis of data from the Healthy Mind study, which involved more than 150,000 students from 196 university campuses across the United States, found that the number of students diagnosed with mental health issues increased from 22% in 2007 to 36% in 2017. The percentage of students who reported suicidal thoughts nearly doubled from 6 to 11% in that time, and the amount of students seeking mental health treatment nearly doubled over the last decade. It's, uh, again, a challenging time, and um, you require a lot of support. Many uh, college students may feel that that's just a necessary evil, something that they have to go through. However, uh, like so many other systems, perhaps the education system at that level, and maybe even at other levels, don't support the process of acquiring the knowledge and skill that the person needs in order to accomplish what they want to accomplish in that field of study and their career afterwards. And that uh, the process shouldn't be that challenging. <laughs> it's often a curious thing that the university and college system is set up so that it's so intense, so short duration, so expensive, and uh, such a big challenge. And uh, typically workplace scenario is not that challenging, nor should it also be. And um, it's good that uh, students perhaps realize 
that they should engage in that uh, study as well as their future vocation for them, not for somebody else. Far be it for the education system to stress you out. So hopefully you embrace what it is you're studying if you are a college student and uh, definitely don't hesitate to uh, reach out, seek help on campus. There are many counselors available to help get you through the process so that you can move on and uh, finish, graduate and create those great experiences in your life by working in the field that you've chosen to participate in. All right. So school is very necessary and... um, Tonsillectomies may be unnecessary, especially in some children. News research from the United Kingdom suggests that 7 out of 8 children who have had a tonsillectomy are unlikely to benefit from the procedure. Current guidelines in the UK recommend that a child should have a tonsillectomy if they have had 7 or more sore throats in a year, 5 or more in each of the previous 2 years, or 3 or more in each of the last 3 years. A review of a decade worth of electronic medical records for 1.6 million patients found that 18,000 plus children who underwent a tonsillectomy during that time, only 11% had evidence-based reasons for the surgery. On the other hand, only 13% of children who met the guidelines for tonsillectomy had the operation. The findings suggest that most children in the UK who need their tonsils removed are not offered the procedure, while most that get the operation won't benefit from it. That from the University of Birmingham, November 2018. So that's a bit of a conundrum. The ones who get them removed don't need them removed, and the ones who get them removed don't necessarily benefit from it. So it's good to, uh, a couple of things come out of this. It's very hard to be a parent and see your child suffer, and of course you want the best for them and uh, help them feel good and uh, be able to enjoy their days. So they're also creating great experiences. So we try to alleviate their suffering as fast as we can in a way that makes the most sense. And um, the lesson may be that even though that is the case, and maybe if that is the case, then perhaps we should seek out a second opinion and make sure that those health decisions we make for our children, with our children, are indeed in their best interests. Um, and I think that's in our right. It's not a slight to anybody, but because it is challenging to be a parent and it is challenging to even take care of ourselves, that in all those situations where we're faced in making a decision where there's some uncertainty or we'd like to be sure, uh, definitely seeking out that second opinion is a good idea. And sometimes just be aware that that second opinion may be in the paramedical, the allied health professions, not always just within one particular sect of the healthcare system. All right. So diet and exercise, food and fitness are two things that uh, we look at on the daily health update regularly to ensure that we are supporting our body's optimum or at least better function. We don't have to be best, but nothing wrong with trying to be better every day and because that effort and focus will steer you away from getting worse, which is a good idea. And uh, nutrition sometimes involves looking for food sources that have some benefit for us and nuts might apparently be one of those types of foods. According to a review of data concerning over 125,000 men and women, eating an ounce of any type of nut or peanuts every day can reduce one's risk for both long-term weight gain and obesity. So feel free to grab a palmful of those healthy nuts. Almonds are a good choice. Walnuts are a good choice too. I guess any of them are a good choice if you like them. And so says the American Heart Association, November 2018. And then on the fitness side, lots of different fitness options. Good if you find a fitness option that you enjoy doing so that it's not a struggle to try and fit it into your life. 
adolescents and preteens and even youth should be encouraged to participate in many different programs so they find something that perhaps sticks with them and that they like doing so that uh, it doesn't take an effort to try and get them to engage. One of the areas that preteens may look into is yoga. Among a group of 344 pre-adolescents, those who participated in a four-week yoga program reported improvements in their overall mood and body image that were not observed in preteens who took a normal physical education class. That from the Body Image Journal, October 2018. Yoga, of course, is good for uh, encouraging normal physical function, body movement, but also a realignment with uh, breathing, reconnecting to source, pausing for a moment, disconnecting from social media and the digital world. So yoga, when done in a traditional sense, can bring a lot of positive health health outcomes and has been shown to change uh, body physiology uh, and uh, overall mood and body image improvement is just icing on the cake. The American Academy of Dermatology recommends the following uses of petroleum jelly to protect your skin. Apply to damp skin, including lips and eyelids. Apply to minor cuts, scrapes, and scratches to keep nearby skin from drying out. Apply to areas prone to chafing. Apply it after a diaper change if your child is prone to rashes. And apply to nails and cuticles between polishes to minimize brittleness and help prevent chipping. That from the American Academy of Dermatology, November 2018 your great uses of petroleum jelly. (laughs) And finally, on the chiropractic side of things, back pain, neck pain, and headaches are typically in a chiropractor's uh, scope of practice. The research supports some improvements in those conditions um, when applied properly, I suppose, which is always the goal, to apply it properly. And... um, This study from Pain Research and Management in September 2018 looks at the depression and anxiety symptoms with neck pain. Following a review of data from 13 published studies involving over 5,500 men and women, researchers have determined that individuals with neck pain have an elevated risk for depression and anxiety symptoms. The findings suggest that measures to reduce the risk of neck pain may also lower the risk for depression and anxiety. Likewise, patients under care for either mental health condition who also seek neck pain who also have neck pain, may experience a reduction in their anxiety and depression symptoms following treatment to address their neck pain. So that's a nice correlation, uh, knowing that uh, that pain that you're living with that you think is normal because of your age or because something has happened and now you just need to live with it, there's nothing you can do, it's just a part of life, may be inaccurate. There may be ways to improve that neck pain. And uh, when you do, if you have uh, some depressive symptoms, some anxiety, worry, fear, and um, you're looking to improve those, then maybe dealing with that neck pain and uh, improving your body physiology, because it won't have that pain uh, disrupting your body's ability to regulate itself, would be a nice side effect uh, that you would get by taking measures to seek out improvement with that neck pain. So if that's you or you know somebody, I encourage you to do that. Of course, there are many options from physiotherapy to chiropractic, massage therapy, acupuncture, athletic therapy, osteopathy. Many of these different allied or paramedical health professions can help with neck pain. And uh, seeking out various sources of improvement uh, is always a good effort and a good investment in your time, money, and effort. Your quote for today comes from Jennifer Egan, who says, Life itself is so surprising, a predictable story is unsatisfying. 
It sounds like we sometimes get into a rut. Our day-to-day routine seems to be very repetitive, rinse and repeat, and that may not be stimulating enough to us. So we want to seek out some great experiences in our life, which makes sense. And when you're healthy and well, you're able to take advantage of the opportunities that come your way in order to get out there and have some fun, live life, and uh, do those things that you feel that you were designed and created to do. When you're unhealthy and you have symptoms, that can be more challenging as we've seen today, even with neck pain and anxiety and depression. So get out there, make some great decisions today, keep health and wellness a top priority on your list, invest in yourself, take care of those around you, and those great experiences will certainly come today your way. Keep an eye out for something special. I'm sure it's going to happen on your Wednesday, middle of the week. And as we head into the weekend, we have two more days of the daily health update. Stay plugged in, share it with other people, get everybody focused on a good, healthy life. And uh, guess what? A good, healthy life you will have. All right. I'll catch up with you tomorrow. We'll talk then.